Do I still do it for you as a pod partner after all these pods? So get oh, that fire burning. You do it. You do it. Yeah. Oh yeah, baby. It's still humming after all 100 oh, pods. Man. It's not even like the the hundred pod itch or anything like that. No, sir. I just I think we just found our hundred pod intro. And welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and brandana sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite 100th episode for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana, and with me, as always... Started from the bottom, now we're here. Most awesome. That's right, sir. Yeah. That's right. Me, Drake. That's Drake's right. Drake's mom. All of us. This felt good. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah. And uh, Drake had Toronto win the championship. He was he was excited about that. Yeah, I think he made like a replica ring for himself. I like it. I like it. He's the official mascot of the Toronto Raptors. Who would have thunk it? Yeah. In, in in 2020 or 2019, you would have had some rapper who used to be on Degrassi now is the, like, Jack Nicholson of Toronto. Yeah, I know. That's pretty sweet. Although, like, I still – I wish they'd go back to, like, the raptor. Like, those dinosaurs, those inflated dinosaurs that kind of had the head yes. flops around. You know those do it for me, bro. Like, nothing. Yeah, you do. You, your favorite fail of all time is the oh, man. raptor coming down the, st- the stairs on the on the skate or the skateboard or the – Roller oh, yeah, it's like rollerblades, and he almost catches a – oh, it's too good. It is too <laughs> – look at that. It's just... I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, look at that. This, that's what this hundred pod's about, just a joyous, joyous mood. Guys, we have a jammed pack, 100th episode. Guys, you can forget about the hour power right now. I don't know how long, as long yeah. it's going to go. 100 minutes, who knows? Maybe it'll be right on the nose with that. Century Club, baby. That's what it is. We Century are Club. here to pod. We're doing Rip from the Headlines. We're going to hit you with a Super Bowl preview Gonna hit the MAB audio inbox. A lot of guests, mm. friends of the pod from the last year, sent in a little uh, question, advice, like insights. So we're gonna rip through all those. Got an inbox full of them. Gonna do the Neapolitan showdown. Top three things about having a podcast. Oh, we're getting super meta, bro. Super meta. There we this. are. And then we're gonna finish as we always do with our MVP of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Episode one hundred. Ah! Starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines read, if you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right. Ripped, brother. Uh, Super Bowl preview. Why are we talking about that this week? Uh, because it's the Super Bowl, the week before the Super Bowl. Yeah. And it's going to give our last kind of chance for us to tell a map thick all over Super Bowl LIV mm-hmm. 54, 54. And, uh, yeah, so that's it. I'll keep it brief. Man, thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. I think we all knew why. I appreciate you playing along, as always. Right. 
Uh, I have a, I have a tendency to run on <laughs> what doing right now. Just you just like there, there really was this, there was this game. It. it started with a pigskin, and there was a fur, and then it had caught on, <laughs> right, and it right. just kind of was like, yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah I know. Hundredth year of the NFL, hundred podcasts, Super Bowl fifty four. Well, it's also that it kind of lined up. If there's one thing we'd want to talk about in our one hundredth episode, just how much we lean on the NFL and how much I love it, and I think yeah. combined it would have to be our number one sport. It's just like. Just sweet, sweet timing. Good things happen to good potters. Most awesome. I think that's what it is. Yes, exactly. All right. Uh, let's keep this really simple out of the gate. Who do you like in the Super Bowl? Oh, See, I've been wrong all NFL season. I was oh, thinking yeah. about this. I picked the Ravens and the Packers in the Super mm-hmm. Bowl when we just did our pods a few days ago. Yeah. Or a few pods ago about the playoffs. Uh, I And I don't want to curse our lovely Kansas City contingent. Oh, yeah. Our fans. But I do like the Chiefs. I like the, I like that they got the Titans game, like where you know the shit just went off the rails. Yeah, they got that out of their systems, kind of woke them up. And a little the Texans bit. game. Or what did I say? The Titans. Oh, you I'm said. That. Oh, you meant that? Okay, the, yeah. I meant the. Yeah. I meant the Titans. The Texans yes. game is not the Titans game. But yeah, they still they went they were down seventeen seven as well too. Yeah. Um, in that Titans game as well too. But mo, mo, I meant more the the Texans. They that was cataclysmic. That could have been awful. Um, I like that they got that out of the way for themselves and kind of got that Andy Reid monkey off the back. Plus, it also just seems like they're just at a different level right now. And and if I'm betting on – I think these teams are incredibly close. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great matchup. But Patrick Mahomes is going to be your differentiator. I, I, I just don't know how you bet against him yeah. in the Super Bowl. Yeah, there's a, you're right. Like this, okay. So I'll take it from there, and I want to get into some of the stats that I look at that make me feel good about doing what I want to do, and that's putting my money behind yeah, the baby. Chiefs. It's hard to pull that trigger, but it's uh, so we got the second time in a Super Bowl that the conference passing leader, being the Kansas City Chiefs, is meeting up with the conference running leader, being the San Francisco 49ers. So I do. There's a there's a definitely like a little bit of a fire and ice element to this game, which makes it super super interesting. I think a lot of the games on paper, when you kind of look at it, you're just like, oh, there's going to be looking for it. But it's, you know, it's Mahomes with time has been a strength. Uh, I, I don't yeah. think that my big scary thing is. So first two games in the playoffs, the Chiefs have been trailing and they've been able to kind of battle their way back because they were playing. Let's face it, like teams that they were heads and better than like, I think that the 49ers can game script if they do get up early, if the Niners get up early, which I think is super dangerous for the Chiefs. 100% agree. Yeah, they can't come out of the gate slow without a without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be too much pressure, and you just you, you can't go back to the well three times in a row. It's just not going to work. Kind of like we saw with the Titans. They just can't rely on Derrick Henry to just carry the load every single week. Um, the one thing that I thought it was interesting when you said it was kind of fire and ice don't mistake in the don't or don't mistake this 49ers team for like the Titans where just kind of ground and pound and mash them up. True that, true that. They do they do it differently. They 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 run interesting plays. They get speed guys. They're much more speed oriented. Yeah. They're a fast team on both sides of the ball and they find creative mismatches to break big run plays, but they also have the ability to do that in the passing game, we just haven't seen it in the last month. And I think that's a testament to Kyle Shanahan, the head coach. He is like he is calling these games and he is play calling, like you said, game scripting at a different level. Like he is definitely the he's their Pat Mahomes, honestly. Like he's their best their their best weapon. Yeah, that's good. And, and I think that that is a great point. I mean we've seen 
if it's a shootout you want, like we definitely saw that with the New Orleans game. Uh, if it's just like we got to run all over you, the regular season New Orleans game. And the 49ers yeah, right. just like, if you're going to give us the run and you can't stop it, like we'll do that all fucking day, which we saw right. in that Vikings game. They're definitely like adaptable. I, I just think if you're the Chiefs, and I ain't saying this like, because I know it's no breakthrough to be like, oh, you want to get up early. I'm just like, the Chiefs' strength to me would be to get Jimmy Garoppolo throwing the football. And trying to go pound to pound, pound for pound with uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. That's that's their offensive. The 49ers are Kelly's heel is Jimmy G. Like we've said it, we've watched it. He's been dicey. He's been shaky. And if you take away the running attack for him, it's going to be there's going to be an INT. There's great odds as a Super Bowl prop for our, for. Jimmy G to throw an INT is like minus one thirty nine to throw a pick in this game. Yeah, so everyone's expecting it to ca- to happen. Yeah, we can sprinkle that in. I mean, I'm definitely interested in that. The reason I didn't bet it is it because if it doesn't happen, I don't know. It, like Jimmy G throwing an INT, and I don't know what the status for him throwing over two, but it's like the Chiefs. I think win that game. If Jimmy G's throwing an INT, then I then I, I like the Chiefs in it. So it's just better sure. for me to just bet on the Chiefs at minus 110 than Jimmy G at minus 139. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, real quick, one other stat that the Chiefs fan will be excited to hear about is Reed after a bye, 18-3 and three in the regular season, 5-2 and two in the postseason. Although, you know, one of those wins was oh, against and- the Texans where it took them yeah, a while and- to get it going. And Owen won in the Super Bowl, which he had a bye in that too. So, yeah, I know everyone's super stoked about sure. that bye stat. Yeah. Uh, you pay it no mind, most awesome. Let's not forget who we're talking about. Uh, Mr. Andy Reid, Mr. Collapse in the playoffs, Mr. Poor Clock Management, Mr. Yeah, terrible clock management. He's the Jeff Fisher of 11 and 6 and a first round out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so they saw- I, and, but he, and he's going to be a Hall of Famer, so I, everyone can, you know, whatever. Yeah, show, show your specs, like Eli Manning. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. There was uh, even at the end of that uh, that first half in the Titans game, and they were coming down the field, and they didn't. I mean, it ended up being okay, and the Chiefs scored a touchdown. I think it was on maybe that Pat Mahomes run, maybe not, but it was still like yeah. they, they let you know it, it went down from like sixty seconds to forty, and they had you know two timeouts. You burn one of those right there. Like, you don't – they made it happen, but still, like, that shitty clock management. Yeah, exactly. And it's just one of those things we've, we saw, you know, the, the Eagles fail uh, kind of in the that two-minute drill coming down uh, in that Super Bowl in the mid-2010s there. I can't remember which one it was. Drink, everybody. Ooh. That's your first drink of the 100 podcast right there. But, I mean, they like I've always said, like, teams take on the culture and the identity of their head coach. Uh, I just don't think in like he's very fortunate that he has Patrick Mahomes who's just clearly shown himself to be a gamer and somebody who's going to rise above all the bullshit and figure out a way to win. Yeah. Because they should had they had any other quarterback other than Pat Mahomes, they definitely lose the Texans game. And there's a probably a better than average shot they lose that Titans game. Mm-hmm. Just the way that played out. So that's the X factor. Patrick Mahomes is overcoming the identity crisis that Andy Reid creates in the playoffs. Yep, that's a great point. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. You're right. Uh, I would feel to put any money behind the 49ers, like when the Chiefs get up like 17-7 at halftime, I'm going to feel like an idiot. So I am. I'm back in. I'm back in the Chiefs. 
Final score Ooh, is were going. You, were you thinking? Were you thinking 49ers? Not 49. I mean, I was just. Game? I was actually like, it's almost like a stay away game. Although you're not going to be able to do that with like the last football game of the year. It's no, just like you're going to bet your hats on this one. I don't. The the 49ers just from top to bottom just. I've. They've seemed in control of a lot more games than I've seen the Chiefs mm-hmm. in control. I've seen the Chiefs win games, but they weren't in control of those games. The weird thing is, is the Chiefs' M.O. has been, like, kind of start slow. Yeah. Not really play great. Even, when we, like, in the – I think it was week four or week six, that Raiders game, they were down a couple scores, maybe like 10 nothing against the Raiders and then scored 28 points in the four, in the second quarter. Yep, 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 yep. Like, they kind of had this, like, all right, we'll just kind of feel it out. We'll get down. No big deal. That's the one thing is, is they don't seem to crack under that pressure. Like, oh, shit, we're down. And we're definitely better this team. They, dare I say, it's hard for a, a football team to have like a light switch, like the on-off switch. But they, the Chiefs, almost like an NBA team, have that. We can just turn it on when we need to. Yeah, absolutely. And and I do like that. I like the confidence of that, which I don't know. Uh, the yes. 49ers feel really confident too. Going to be a great Super Bowl. Uh, final score. I'm going to say Chiefs 38, 49ers 35. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I, I, I hope it's that way. I hope it's high scoring. Yeah. Get you on that over. I think it's what, like 69-ish points on that over. That sounds right, yeah. I don't know if you saw. Either way, it's going to be high scoring. I wouldn't I wouldn't bet it. I wouldn't be surprised if it's high. But, um, yeah, I like it. You know, I like it in that 41 to 35 range for the Chiefs because I think they're just going to have to score. And I think the 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 I think it might be like thirty to thirty five points for the 49ers. I just don't think that they're gonna have chips are down. They're they're not gonna have if they need a two minute drill passing, Jimmy G's just not gonna be able to come through in the clutch. That's true. And I might look at a little alternate line also. Like I could see a little bit of Chiefs covering like seventeen to twenty. Just if like I'm not getting but but you know, like a quick fourteen nothing by KC scoring the first two. Jimmy G gets a little rattled, throws an INT the first half, throws an INT the second half. It's the first Super Bowl for Mahomes. He ain't gonna let off the fucking gas. He's like going for the juggler and just like getting his right. first ring. Like that could that would be interesting. I said it here. You heard it here, guys. Um, all right, real fast. Uh, you wanna throw some props my way before we jump into the audio inbox? Ooh, I do like a couple props because I always like I'm a big fan of finding the guy, the unsung guy. We're all we're talking about Raheem Mosehart. Yeah, or Mozart, uh, Jimmy G, Patrick Mahomes, you know Tyreek Hill, Kelsey. But let's take a look. Plus three hundred, McCole Hardman scored touchdown. I very well could see him in a spec because he returns kicks. Yeah, a special team play, something fluky, something weird, or just like we saw against the 49ers where Sherman got burned by Devontae Adams yeah. for a big play touchdown. He's a speed guy. He might run up and catch somebody when they're not they're not anticipating. Hardman speed, I like at plus 300, it's a worth kind of long shot bet for him to score a touchdown because he he had a big play in that Texans game, that, that kickoff return that he almost took back. Um, it was He had a couple big plays. I think he actually scored a touchdown in that Titans game in the second half when they turned it on. I like him to score plus 300. And then if you're going to go MVP, obviously if you're going to go with the Chiefs, you think they're going to win, you're going to bet uh, you got to Mahomes. I mean, that's no brainer. No brainer. But if you are out there and you're some of those our audience that's listening that thinks that the 49ers can win, look at uh, George Kittle, plus one thousand for the MVP. Plus he is by far their one. best yeah, player. Like yeah, he's their best player, and if he shows out, 
if he goes for seven catches, kind of like in that New Orleans game that you talked about where he was just unstoppable, a man possessing, he gets like seven or eight catches, kind of like Kelsey did in the Texans games, had like three touchdowns or something like that, he would be the MVP over Jimmy G for sure. I, I, I like it. I like the long shot. And uh, I just like the energy that he's going to bring in that game anyways. He's been kind of quiet the last couple of weeks. Haven't heard a lot about him. And uh, his speed and athleticism is going to be rough going against some of the Chiefs linebackers. I like that, bro. Those are good um, good props right there. I think uh, maybe as we build up to the Super Bowl also, I know you guys are listening to the pod and going to be totally nuts about it. But uh, we'll release some other prop bets as they kind of pop off. Um, all right, brother. Sure. Let's jump into that audio inbox. All right, guys, um, we'll just get right into it. Looks like we have around 10 here, 10 listeners. Just pop into it. First one out of the gate. Let's go. Congratulations on reaching the century mark. That is just amazing. I really can't think of any advice other than, you know, do what you're doing and grow your audience and speak from the heart. And be honest and funny and amazing as you guys always are looking forward to the next 100 all right thank you aaron champion join us for flight of the navigator uh speak from the heart check definitely check uh maybe they'll speak from the bottle i've been known to speak from the bottle a (laughs) ep or two both show uh, and be funny. No pressure there. No pressure. We have a little, yeah, exactly. You know what? What was our big goal in the beginning? We'll take a little, like, on the serious tip. Uh, didn't we used to say to each other, like, we just can't try to be funny? Yeah, which yeah, I, right. Which exactly. I, don't think we, I don't think we really ever tried. Yeah, we can't try and We impress. missed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally missed. I've had times. some air balls. That's but. for sure. <laughs> uh, and I love Champion. I love Champion <laughs> in this thing. He's giving off a real, like, old man in a cabin vibe in this audio recording. Yeah. I love it. It sounds like, wise. Yeah, sounds exactly. wise AF. Sounds like he's just, he's yeah, he's wearing some sturdy clothes and he's drinking some some brown liquor of some sort. I really like the advice there. Thank uh, you. Perfect. All right, let's jump into Trent. The boys of the MIB podcast, this is all-time greatest guest, Trenton Richard Fry, the third Esquire king. And I just wanted to let you know how awesome you guys have made running um, at least 23 times out of your 99 podcasts. And um, and I really enjoy uh, checking up with two of my best friends uh, not being a part of it, though, because I don't have to be on the phone. And um, the only thing I would suggest to is usually – Tone down the awesome, and I know that's counterculture, but uh, a little too much, a little, uh, a little daunting, because sometimes you guys are just too fucking awesome. Also, uh, I need to know, I need more UFC, I need more MMA. Um, there's, that, that's really where the most interesting storylines are, and uh, in all of sports, um, outside of the sports. And, uh, like, like, because players in sports have beefs with each other, and then everybody's like, oh, yeah, they, they had beef, and then he crossed him over and dunked on him, and he really showed him. And in my sport, it's like, oh, these two guys had beef, and then he broke his orbital socket and choked him unconscious legally. 
in front of Cameron. So, yeah, I mean, you could storyline the deck. All right, uh, self-anointed best guest, I guess. And I'm pretty sure he's not. Uh, I don't think he's an Esquire. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he threw. Yeah, well, you know, the Thunderstash has always been known to add a little flair to whatever he does. So yeah. I'll take it. I'll grant him that. I did like I, that he somewhat admitted in there that he hates being on the phone. Yep, yep, heard that. No, I know. That that's that's a little uh you know self-reflection there so that's good yeah like it's almost like a little like apology without apology it's just like hey guys here's why i never call you it's this reason right here i don't like being this is as close as you're gonna get is this voice memo uh and you gotta you gotta hats off the honesty also he's just like you know the 23 times i listened to this while running so you know he's, he's batting batting nice like 25 percent of the pods are gonna make it into his eardrum Gotta, like, exactly. I gotta take the just when he's though. running, yeah. I took a glass or pot half full on that one and just assumed that the other he's 60 some odd. Standing stationary. 76, or, yeah. yeah. He's just, you know, working or just driving his car, just muddling through. But yeah, I did, I did, I try, I tried to look positively on that. But I'm, I'm assuming that Esquire is getting it done other, <laughs> elsewhere. All right, so here's my breakdown. This did sound like a challenge. And so I'm down for watching more. Uh, MMA, UFC, covering that a little bit more. Um, so it's not the sport itself far we didn't watch it. Like, it's funny. We just got done with this Cowboy versus McGregor. $65 yes. pay-per-view that averages out to more than a dollar per second, I think, on how long the like fight lasted. Was it 45 seconds? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like 40. I think it was 40 seconds all in, in tail. Um, yeah, it's one of those things. That's, that's the tough thing that's always been – for me, even like back in the day, we bought a Tyson uh, pay-per-view, and it was like over in like eight minutes total. And you're yeah. just like, God damn, like well, this is not worth it at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm i with you on that. But it's it's also one of those things where it is tough where all the champions and all the different weight classes, they move so quickly. Like guys come up, and then they're gone. You know what I mean? Almost yeah. in a bat of an eye. It's it, that's the one sport where it's tough for somebody to have real longevity. Yeah, so, so that's fair. Okay, so here's what I was gonna uh, propose, listener, Esquire, best listener ever. Uh, so I was I was gonna say there's, so there's a fight coming up UFC 247 Joan versus Reyes uh, on February 8th. The problem with that is it conflicts with our Danny Oscar pod. Oh, so. So, but here's here's what I want. Like Trent, you pick out a fight, you let us know which one it is. Uh, I kind of looked at the schedule, but then is another McGregor coming up this year? I feel like he's trying to get back in the fold, like maybe rematch with that one guy. Has to, yeah, I think he has to. So let's do that. So we'll we'll get you we'll get you on the pod beforehand. We'll do a whole fighting pod with it specifically to that pod. Talk about what to look for. We'll jump in the gambling corner. Talk about odds. Put a little coin on it, and then uh, we'll have you back on for a little segment just to. just either berate you for like that was way off, or to kind of hats off and you call in the shots. You really Tony Romoing, Tony Romoing that UFC fight. Yeah, right. We want uh, we're going to force you to call in though. Just we are. You know yeah, it will require a telephone. Exactly. You're going to be irritated on that, which will give a nice little <laughs> edge to it. All right. Next one. Hey guys, uh, my question is: as a sports podcast that has covered wrestling baseball and porky pigging it what's your excuse for not covering the record-breaking women's world cup soccer team this year okay if you're gonna list off three sports we cover 
Porky Pig in it wasn't put up to the T as a sport. Wasn't a sport. I do I do like the the play on it though, just kind of yeah. dialing, reaching into the bag of our of our podcast tricks. Yeah, there's a snap there. Unfortunately, did we, did we not cover the Women's World Cup? No, we absolutely did. I thought we, we did. One hundred percent for the woman who has yeah. stated and and. I'm not mansplaining this to you. <laughs> Don't do yeah. that. Already on thin. But, yeah, let's just take but, our victory and. Yes, but episode 94. It was within the last two months here. Episode 94, best two teams of the last 10 years. We gave a nod to the ladies' soccer team. We ran down their stats, their home runs. We even, when we were challenged by a, a listener, uh, when we gave. We were given like a challenge to cover three women's sports yeah. in 2018. Yep, 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 yep. Touched on soccer then. So Yeah, we did. I, yeah, what that's right. What pod was that? We did talk about that. That I, was, I don't remember. You'll yeah. have to look back. I tried, Follow. man. It's so hard to search our old pods. I don't want to stop your momentum. Go ahead. Yeah. Do your thing, no, It is. It is. We we need to do better archiving what the fuck we talk about. But we talked about it then. We've talked about it. We we are big we are big fans. Alex Morgan. Uh, Abby Wambach, Megan Rapinoe, whatever her name is. Oh, that probably didn't sound good. But yeah. we are fans yeah. of them. We appreciate that. We talk about their greatness. We have. You're welcome. Yeah, did we get in Listen trouble up. one time, like, talking about, like, like an attractiveness of female athletes? Let's not remind anybody about that. I thought that yeah. came up, like, super early pods. Uh, also, I will bring to the point episode 71. Uh, I did bring up how I bet on women's soccer when I was in Catania, Sicily. That's Move. right. Yeah, you got screwed on that. So yeah, I did. I, I, was I almost, I almost want to dare call us a soccer, a women's soccer podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's how much we talk about it. But uh, much like uh, Esquire's thing, where he wanted us to cover more UFC, I hear you wanted us to cover more women's sports, and you're hurt. And we will make it happen. Um, so I don't know when the du- what's coming up, WNBA championship. I don't yeah. know. Uh, the uh, women's women's final four. We'll get we'll dig in on the women's final four. Sure. Yeah. All right. Help me out here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, thank you, Erica. We really appreciate it. Thank you, this. Erica. All right. You were just she was just our MVP. Coming in she taking body Sweet body shots on us. I know, she got us. Um all right, next one in the gate. This is the Duff. Congratulations to most awesome and brandana on a hundred episodes. Your centennial, guys, it's awesome. So since the melee happened between KU and K-State, I have one question for you. Have you guys ever been into a fight? If so, what was the outcome? And no, Brandana, asking drunken people to wrestle you for money does not count. Not one. Have a great another 100 pods, guys. Well, I guess he did cover his ass there with letting me know that wanting to wrestle people drunk for money does not count. So we'll take those yes. out. I go. think we there talked you. about that. Have you been in a fight? I don't think you have. Or you haven't been hit in the face. Been, I have been hit in the face. Oh, shit. Okay. Yes, I have been hit in the face and chipped a tooth in a fight. Damn. Uh, but it wasn't even. Yeah, it's, it sounds a lot hardcore than what it was. Uh, basically just. Uh, was it Dr. Drunkly. Misses the Commish? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. No, it was in college and just like I, I, I was you know, pretty drunk coming out of a house party was walking back to, you know, like some of those like college apartment complexes just have like 
units after units after units. And yeah, yeah. There's like 30 of these apartment units in there. And I'm walking back, and I, 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 I really have fading memories of it. I really have no idea what happened. Got into it, woke up later, and uh, definitely got uh, walloped in the face and woke up with a chipped tooth. And then when I woke up in the morning, my face was stuck to my Oh, uh, I remember. Yeah, your face sticking to the pillow. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that sucked. I got a little bit of a scar right by my eye. That one was a tough one. That one yeah. sucked. But uh, other than that, no, I've been – I've talked myself out of a lot of fights. Yeah. Um, and I have been kind of on the periphery of fights. But, yeah, not anything. That was probably the most severe. Yeah. Um, you know, I got to think of all the times breaking in a house and taking food and bulldozing. I mean, it was just a matter <laughs> of time most awesome. You know I love you there, brother. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I mean, like I got in a fight in a school bus when I was in like eighth grade, like so we yeah, talk yeah, shit yeah. on like my brother or something. But, like adult fight, yeah. I mean, like nothing that's really come to like super blows or like you know throwing fists or putting people in headlocks or something. Plenty of yeah. verbal shit, but I don't know. Difficult stuff. No, no waking up go. with there my face go. stuck to a pillow. You know what the money maker is, Brianna. You're not going to endanger that. I've had a couple He's... girlfriends punch me in the face. Ooh, like, I don't, like, do tell. Legit, like you didn't you didn't talk enough soccer to them either. Angry, angry. Women. Um. All right. Let's listen to the next one. <laughs> and let's go. Maybe after dark. Hey, Mab Sports. Happy hundredth pod. Um. Got a question for you. So, what two players in this NFL uh, Super Bowl should be in a movie like a like a buddy cop movie, a la Bad Boys? And what would happen in that movie? Uh, okay, well, let's so before we get too deep in the plot, let's get the cast. Ooh, I got my I cast. Like you, okay, I have a cast too. I, I'm interested to see. I have a, I have a good take on. Okay, it. well, let's you do two movie pitches. You want to go first or second? Just do your full pitch. You, you go. You, I'll go first. Okay, I'll go first. Do your full I, pitch. I, yeah. I, you're, this is your your realm. You're, this is, you're better at this than I am. But I like a buddy cop movie. But they're forced buddies. Patrick Mahomes, Richard Sherman, Ooh. two rival precincts get thrust in the middle of it maybe there's a terrorist event that wipes out a lot of their their brethren and it's just the two of them to solve this case i like bringing it together offense defense yeah you know what i mean i like it and uh i like andy reed as the captain or the like this this the the district attorney i had that like exact that. same thing lieutenant when they come in there and they're just like you got to knock this shit off like you're blowing up an entire city block get it under control yeah. I understand what you guys are doing. You know, I'll I'll back you to the end, but you got to get it under control. And I do like. I got the mayor breathing down my ass. (laughs) I like to. I would like it if he was always eating because Andy Reid is a fat. (laughs) Thousand percent. Um, Okay, so I have something pretty close. Um, I had Honey Badger and Mahomes. It's like kind of like the two, like two sides of one coin. Like one's kind of like so. Mahomes is, you know, he's the Muppet sounding. Like shoots first, asks questions later, kind of cracks wise, um, and then some some no look firing of the gun for sure. Yeah, that goes down. Yes, and then I love uh, it. Honey Badger is kind of the slow to anger, but when he kind of loses it, like his head really explodes. Uh, yeah, Andy Reid as the lieutenant, and then the bad guy is Jimmy G. Obviously, square jawed, like Bond looking, just villain. Yes. Dude. Because I was, Jimmy G, I, I thought about, your girl. I, yeah, I thought about uh, Jimmy G as a lead. I, I don't know if he could hold a movie. I think he has those looks though. But I think about like you get into the second act. Yeah, just, yeah. Like, he's got leading man face, but he's got like uh, 
you know, he's he's got supporting cast chops. Snoresville. Uh, yeah, good hit. We does. We got to get old Wee Dawes on the pod. Faux show. Show. See, I always thought. I always thought Patrick Mahomes. It's funny that you said like shoots first, ask questions later. Yeah. Like I, I would have thought of him to be like the straight laced guy, but has the wonderkind, the one that's all does everything right. Yeah, that's that's pretty that's close. I take it one direction. Him. I just you know I got as soon as I was like a Muppet sounding, I made myself laugh, so I just kind of ran down that road. <laughs> and I needed to get the uh, the no look shooting of the gun, so I, I did yes, kind of. I, love I it. Kind No, no, that's that's perfect. <laughs> been it in my favorite. If anything, if there's a scene where they have to go to the prison to talk to like to get information it's definitely going to be travis kelsey like he's definitely going to be the guy in in jail one dishing out all a hundred percent it almost might be too on the nose for kelsey (laughs) we might have to look somewhere else all right next one let's go hey guys it's your number one fan jared fogel i wanted to congratulate you on your hundredth episode thank you so much for the great podcast content and all the pictures and fan mail that you've sent me i really appreciate it and it definitely helps pass the time I think my favorite moment in the last 100 episodes was when you ranked the hotness of the NFL quarterbacks. While I agree with Super Dave that Flacco is an extremely attractive man, he's definitely not my taste for obvious reasons. Anyway, congrats again. Keep it up. And I guess my question for you is, do you think the podcast will still be active by my release date in July of 2029? Bye, guys. God, oh, yeah. God. All right. Hey, we're, hey, you know what? That's a different demographic than I ever would have intended coming into the podcast. Yes, yes. Old Super Dave up to his old tricks. Still sliding into <laughs> Flacco. You think Flacco's still on Super Dave's list? It sounds like it. I mean, yeah. he definitely he was Flacco definitely played his way out of sexiest QB, though. Mm-hmm. He was not good this year. Yeah, I, Jimmy G has definitely like taken that. Is there enough? I think there's enough quarterback to get Super Dave back on and do this. It's not like a once a year thing because you just kind of need a big, big enough turnover of like crop of quarterbacks. But we got to re rank them. I I would love to hear Super Day's pre draft QB hotness talking about Joe Burrow. Oh, that's great. What's he think about that dreamboat? That's great. Yeah, uh, like kind of yeah. Super Day's uh, breakdown of draft by hotness. Absolutely. Love it. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, 2029. Hell yeah. We'll still be going. Still be trying. Yeah. You know that, you know, the answer, you Jared, don't ask those questions. Fucking All right. Next one up. Footlongs. Most awesome brand. Dana. What's up? It's TCB from the Prattle sports podcast. Guys, it's been a minute. Haven't talked to you guys since summer, but congratulations on your hundredth episode. That's huge. That's really, really huge. I have a question for you guys. And of course, it's pertaining to Michigan sports, and this this might be going mostly to Brandana. Oh no, most awesome, most awesome's the big Michigan fan. Most awesome. How would you evaluate Juwan Howard's success so far this season at the University of Michigan? Obviously, him winning that tournament in the Bahamas put a lot of pressure on him for the rest of the way. But if we're honest with ourselves. We didn't have that much expectations whether John Beeline would have been the head coach this year, Jawan Howard, anybody. So that's what I have a question for both of you guys. How would you assess Jawan Howard's job this year? Have a great day. Of course, that's a fellow potter with those silky smooth pipes of know, TCB, right. our boy. TCB. Oh, uh, yes. yeah, I like how you got it wrong, too, but he just kept he just kept chugging through. He's just like, you know, I'll send you guys a voice memo. I don't have time to redo this. 
Like, yeah. uh, Brad, not right, Brad right. Like, Mossad, yeah, yeah. Who, whichever the fuck you guys like, Michigan. Yeah, let's go. Uh, I've already given enough of my time. That's that's guys. right. I recorded my fucking end of the podcast twice. There's a little behind the scenes look. Uh, thanks right. for giving a shout out, brother. I'll let you break it down. Most awesome. What's your thoughts? Yeah, no. Yeah, it's, it's a great question. So uh, as I think we're recording, they, they just lost to Illinois again, University of Michigan. So they're 11 and eight on the season. But they did win that Bahamas tournament where they beat number six, UNC, number eight, Gonzaga, and really kind of surprised everyone. Came out of the gates firing, too. I think they were like seven and one, or they, and they jumped up into the top five of the AP polls early on, too. So, yeah, it's he's 100% right. The expectations were super low. And I just, I think Michigan speaks to the upheaval in college basketball this year. This, this has been a rocky year. If you're in the top 10 or top five or even top one, you're not feeling comfortable any given game because people are just getting crushed by, you know, unheralded teams, teams that are perennial kind of in the shitter all the time. So it's one of those things. But, um, you know, I, I, I visit Ken Palm. For those that are out there, Ken Palm's a great analytic basketball site that's out there. Still has Michigan ranked 32 um, overall in their Ken Palm rankings pretty high considering being at 11 and 8. The thing is that I, that really stood out to me is he rated their uh, luck as basically like situational luck, game luck at 311th. So out of 340 some odd teams in the NCAA, they've been incredibly unlucky. They've had incredibly strong schedules. They're number 3 overall for adjusted efficiency in their opponent's schedule. So they've just been, they've been playing great teams or good teams. Um, so yeah, I, I, but the expectations were, were, were super low and they just didn't have like a perennial guy coming back next year. Expectations will be much higher. They have inherently a huge class coming in by Michigan standards. Uh, they have Isaiah Todd, uh, another seven footer. That's like a four star coming in here. So they, they're going that's where this team was at like a weird spot with beeline leaving and they lost three of their top they lost their top three scorers uh from the last year's team last year's ncaa team so yeah i mean i i think we all kind of had tempered expectations he's certainly not harbaugh right now so we're going to give him that learning curve for this year uh but next year definitely the expectations will be significantly higher copy that anything else that's all I got. All right, yeah. You're using up all your Michigan basketball minutes for like the next three podcasts. Just right there. Got it out of your system. Sorry, perfect. sorry. All right, next recording. Hello, Most Awesome and Brandana. Just want to call and congratulate uh, your team there on 100 episodes of entertainment and uh, nostalgia and insight cited conversation and sports pop culture wonderfulness you're doing a great job um thanks for reading some of my emails whenever i send them in uh, i appreciate that i appreciate his time uh and your thoughts and your ideas are inspiring to the rest of us and if I was going to have another question here, maybe a uh, 100-year question is uh, my, my team, my Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid, hopefully on the verge of becoming champions in Super Bowl, uh, I think it's 54 we're on now, uh, Super Bowl 54, 
So hopefully that'll happen. But Andy Reid's not a champion yet. Pat Mahomes isn't a champion yet. Some of us never got a chance to be a champions. Maybe we never won a team that was a little league or high school or whatever. My question is, how do you become a champion in life if you don't play sports? And I'm not saying you need to be, you know, play sports to be a champion. But how? But yeah, how do you become a champion in life without playing sports? Uh, thanks for everything you do. Email of the year. Is there any Dang, question us. as to why? With that question that I know. you just laid on, I know it's amazing. Great question. I think it was just like, oh, you That's read why you're the email of the year. Read some of my emails. Yeah, uh, being basketball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this podcast would be the 45 minutes of power without uh, right. those emails light up the inbox. Uh, thanks for writing in. I have some good. So this is. I'm gonna give you my overall macro on this real fast because I kind of this yeah. turned into a little bit of a parenting tip for me because I think it's. I think it was super interesting. Uh, sure. Sports kind of give you the fast track of introducing like very important themes um teamwork self-assurance yep. uh listen to coach sportsmanship at a very young age and lets you practice practice those in actual like an environment that has stakes so you know where like and all these like have parallels right like teamwork is just like uh you know even if he's the worst person in the office, like everyone has a job, everybody does their roles, like it helps like the office run better. Like coaching is just like, listen to your boss. Like sportsmanship is just like, you gotta bring the right attitude into it. Like don't pout if it's fucked up. Like don't like gloat if you're like, it teaches you how, like kind of how to be humble and not an asshole. So it's, it's that where like, I think you can teach your kids that and like think they grasp it. Sports is an opportunity to actually put that in motion and see and and it probably you can speak to this even more it brings an opportunity for a lot of teachable lessons that maybe you wouldn't be able to cross that path as often just live in like everyday life yeah for sure 100 percent. yeah it's it's all those things that you talked about and that's the great thing that i think the reason why inherently we love sports so much it's like you know you don't there's when you win you win on your merit when you win it's not because somebody's cousin got like you know there's no nepotism in sports and things like that so it teaches you this like this kind of uh, these life lessons that are going to be kind of forever for you kind of carry with you and learn how to lose learn how to win all those things so 100 uh, percent. but that but the question is is how do you learn how to be a champion without sports how do you how do you find those opportunities how do you figure that stuff out um and i i there's there's other ways certainly i mean if you're young if you're looking for your kids how do you do them you get them involved in other things where they can be participants in a team whether if it's a theater play knowing your role listening to your director i mean there's a lot of different ways that you can go and do that and learn those types of things um but for me it's like being a champion in life like that's that's almost like a much larger question right like how do you identify being a winner and a champion and, and I think there's a lot of conversation today about like passion and follow your passion and driving and being your own CEO and all that other stuff. And I don't necessarily know if those directives or motives are the, the right things. And I guess if I was to really boil it down, what makes you a champion? It's your attitude and your effort, your energy. So if you want to be a champion in life, you need to have... Because no one can control those two things. That's the only thing that you are in sole, total control is your work ethic and your energy. 
there's going to be p- plenty of people that are smarter than you that have a leg up on you that have some sort of advantage over you or and there are certainly people on the other side of the coin that have less than that than you do the only thing that you can control the only way that you can be a champion every day is going out there with reckless abandon give it your all and have a great fucking attitude about it that's it that's what being a champion is all about you do those two simple things the rest will come the rest will find their way and you'll find your way to glory and whatever that may be if you want a promotion or if you just want to get an a on a test or you just want to win employee of the month at mcdonald's those two things those will make you a champion nothing else will and so if you're a parent trying to find that that's what you want to instill in your kids oof you guys want to know how rough this job is every time most awesome just drops some fucking life lesson knowledge i could be like all right let's transition to the next email <laughs> it's just like no smooth <laughs> way we'll let that sit in for a second all right next one <laughs> all right gentlemen here's the question of your previous 100 episodes why don't you guys play a quick neapolitan showdown of your top three favorite episodes all right, Joe Booth riding in. Made him watch Space Jam last year. Our bad. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, excellent question. Right on the nose. Um, top yeah. three. We'll do a little mini Nia, and this will take us out into our actual Nia. So it's uh, perfect. Um, all right, so at the bottom, I have uh, coming in third, Jay Moore. The Jay Moore episode. So here's the big thing with the Jay Moore episode. It was... Um, we were nervous. Episode 53, for those who want to look back at it. Yeah, take I, a peek. I pe- did look that up, yeah. Oh, sweet. Uh, like, we were nervous, and I, let's be honest. Like, we were talking on the side. I think it got pushed that – it got pushed a week, I think, maybe. And then that night, it got pushed, like, an hour. We were wondering, like, maybe yeah. it's not going to happen. And we are just like, oh, uh, like, we, like you know, it's a celebrity. So we are like, how do we do this? Like, we don't want to sound dumb. We want to ask the right questions. Like, what's their energy going to be like if we feel like they're steamrolling? And I think, yeah – uh, he was a super thoughtful guy. Like it was great. It's anyone that wants to interview a celebrity on their podcast, there's no better entryway than Jay Moore. Like he helped us as much as we did him. But I, you know, I think we came, we prepped well, and it went really smoothly. Yeah, I I can't agree more. I definitely sound like we're patting ourselves on our on on our backs here for this. But it was one of those things where it's like, oh shit, are we over? Are we over our head? Yeah, yeah. You got yeah, Jay Moore. Sure. We're like fifty, like. 50 some odd pods in and Jay Moore is on our podcast right. and we're just two guys literally like the the stereotype of guys doing their podcast like I'm in my fucking basement 100% I was recording this podcast yeah. you know what I mean I'm smashing IPAs and like talking about like gambling and like trying to figure out and make sure the microphone's on right. yeah it was it was fucking uh made, made a step up made a, you know, and also you think we're patting ourselves on the back for this Neapolitan showdown. Spoiler alert. <laughs> like, it's going to. Oh, yeah. If you have a problem with us patting ourselves on the back, like, we'll see you on episode 101. Because I just might go yeah. ahead and pause it now. <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. All that humility we learned playing sports not showing up here. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with my number three real quick. I, I did like, uh, I had Jay Moore on the list, but. I also liked uh, anytime that we had a, a, a guest on the pod. I'm also going to go with Kyoshi Harris. Coach Harris yeah. was great. I really like the inside of the X's and O's, really giving of his time and, and thoughtful. And uh, it really just goes to show you that when we bring these guests on, um, how much they give of their time and they're they're excited or happy or wanting to be on there and do good themselves. And we try and create an environment where they can put their best foot forward and 
steer them in a light to make them sound great as they are, you know? Yeah. And uh, also behind the, having- behind the scenes is when we also started celebrating, like if we'd ask a good question, like it was like yes. our buzzword, whatever they'd be like, Oh, oh that's a really good question. Like, it's just us. Like you can't see it. Like we're kind of being silent. We're just like freaking out. Just like looking at each other yeah, on the yeah. screen. Awesome. Yeah. If you could, if you could pick up high fives like through FaceTime, yes, that's what you was would going hear down. us just clapping ourselves. But uh, yeah, it's always fun. I always love having guests on the podcast. It's uh, you know you think it's always going to be Jay Moore that you can get, but uh, you know it's uh, it's tougher than it is to get guests all the time. As we appreciate all of our friends coming on as well too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's good. Um, my two spot, I have. Um, the dating game. I put this on there just because it kind of. Yes. And I think it's be, I'll speak to it a little bit in our next Neapolitan showdown, not to step on that lead. But it uh, it just kind of reminded us that, you know, it's it's our pod. It, it was a fun segment. I mean, not all segments are home runs. Not all segments go well. But just that we kind of threw that up there and it was just live, fun, something different. It just reminded us, like, it's our pod. Like, we'll just we can do, do whatever we want. Yeah, we just have yeah, fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Mabat out there looking for love. Looking for love. I love it. Danny. Yeah. We haven't found Danny uh, love, have we? No, we got to bring it back. We've we got to flip yeah, it. Yeah. We got to put, uh, just can't get uh, three people assigned <laughs> NDAs to go ahead and sit down across from Dan. We'll work on it, though. We'll get it. There you go. Um, I, you know what? I'm going to go dig into the, into the archives. I loved episode 10. It was our 10th pod. We were full of vim and vigor. Yeah. And we were already celebrating, much like this pod, yeah. celebrating ourselves. Double digits or for something. For 10 podcasts. Yeah, exactly. It was fun. We we rolled out Telemaptic. We nailed everything that we got right in the first 10 podcasts. Uh, which, right. uh, which was hilarious To if you ever wanted to go listen back. The audio is not great, but hey, you know, we've evolved in, in all facets of the podcast. But that was a fun one for me. It's really good. Uh, and then my third and final is, this is 100%, no question, my favorite episode. Still listen to it now, and it gets tears in my eyes, is when we did the did our improv game on calling in sick for work. Yes. Like, I just, I, and it's kind of funny that Joe called, because it's, uh, I don't know, he was back, and we, like, we listened to it one time. It's just like, I, it was so much fun. And then like here in my, like it just genuinely sounds like we're having fun on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to go the last podcast we just did for my number one. It's always a favorite. I always love it. 98 was actually really good. I loved all the episodes. Again, speaking to the genuinely having fun, we had some really fun, rich moments. And those are the things that, yeah. uh, you know, if anything that you want to get excited over podcasts, it's that when we're both, loose and just cutting each other up um it's always fun we had some good 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 moments in 98 was that our but formal thursday like, uh formal thursday was 99 podcast no 99 excuse me oh 99. yeah what did i say 98 oh, okay uh yeah formal thursday night buttoned up little <laughs> little cocktail pod it was fun i like it. cocktail tire on thursday night pod oh man i'm definitely gonna put in the notes that if you're looking for i'm not kidding humble pod this is not the one um all right brother we're up against it we might actually make that hour of power uh the Ooh. actual Neapolitan showdown. Bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me and we just disagree. All right, buddy. Um, 
And real fast, uh, thanks again for everyone that sent in a voice memo. I'll probably say it three Hell more yeah. times before this pod ends. But and obviously, thanks for listening. And if we poked you or gave you a hard time, like uh, we legit know. Actually, this is probably this is my number three. Uh, wait, where did I put this? It's my number three too. I can already tell you right now. Should we just get it out of the way now? Yeah. What is it? Friends supporting our podcast. Yeah. Friend connect. Three. Yeah. Yeah, because right. it, like it, it just started basically like it was everybody wanted to talk sports and it was just like, oh, I really like would like my friends to hear this sports take. And then right. we just recorded into our phones. And then, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> right. It's I mean, nothing's it, better also than seeing like on the sports thread or whatever. Just like, oh, like most awesome like you, like hilarious when you said this take or like that takes like Brandana, you're full of shit, like terrible. Man. Like it's just it's fantastic. I like that you framed it in i'm great and your shit if yeah. you want to look into little brandana's psyche right there sure. that's it right there that's it also too going back to trent and saying you know getting a chance to have his friends listen it is it warms the the cockles is that the right word cockles yeah i think so heart. feels good when when they do when they do that when they pull something out from the podcast and they're like how could you think the verve is a one-hit wonder yes you're full of shit great like pull. that's the stuff that i'm like oh we hit something so fun that got our friends talking that otherwise we probably wouldn't have gotten into a bait. And if we were, maybe if we're hanging out all in the same room, just drinking, something like that occurs, but now we get it on the podcast to do it. And that always makes it fun. And that's perfect. And that leads me into my, I'm not worried about keeping score for the hundred. Not not even fucking worried about it. Yeah, exactly. uh, Everyone's a hundred. Everyone wins. (laughs) Everyone's a hundred, brother. Everybody scores a hundred. Yeah. Well, you're much of what you're saying. My number two was an outlet. You know, sometimes you have a hot take on the movie Big or like pass interference for underthrown balls or shitty people on airplanes and just to like just whatever. Like we built our own platform where we can basically yell that into your car speakers or your earbuds. Yeah. Um, For me, my number two, uh, uh, I'll keep it on that same tip. For me, it's it's as much of the the hot take. It's the you work in a creative field. You and I met each other. We were both chasing in creative endeavors and you stuck with it you were wearing blue like i was wearing blue Mm -hmm. and then uh and then i um now i now i live in much more of a business professional a little bit more buttoned up industry so it's great for me to have a creative outlet and just to get some of those creative juices flowings thinking about the dating game thinking about neapolitans thinking about last call sports call and those different fun things that we just to get to play around you know i don't have an outlet in my everyday some people paint or write or do whatever i fucking drop hot pod that's what i like to do you fucking drop was that your number two also that was my number two yes oh my god we're uh fucking lined up bro we're Uh, dialed uh, in bro number uh one is just the consistency I'm not trying to give you life lessons. I think we're all growing and learning. It is nice to have something in your life where it's just like, no matter what, I check this box. Like I have, I owe a pod. So, and you probably fight with this less because you know you're raising human beings and married and everything. But just for me, it's like it's it's nice to, and especially talk a little bit about the creative endeavor to in like industry where you know so many things can like flash and then go away and they happen and they don't and it's just like i'm in this habit no i'm not i'm going to the gym and now i'm a fat fuck it's just nice to have like just one kind of through line of just like i'm potting i say i'm gonna do it and i get it done 
You're beautiful, Brandy, and I don't talk about yourself <laughs> that way. You're my, you're my pod partner. Um, yes, I, I, I like that. The discipline to do it every week. Um, I've. It's so I appreciate it a ton because it is hard to get up and do it every week, week after week. But it's it is part of the fun, the discipline of doing it every week and holding ourselves accountable to that. Um, for me, that's that's what it is. This is a. It's just a good time. Like I enjoy, you know, one of my good friends on the pod sitting there bullshitting and we for an hour every week and throughout the week we're looking at different things for the podcast it's a nice little fun thing for us to do and it's a good time and and hopefully that comes through i think it does on the podcast that if we're having fun the listeners are having fun the audience is having fun and uh so i'm gonna go good times oh yeah you treat me so good you treat me so good Hey, there's no, right, Brandon, I can't understand your S's after all those IPAs. There's no, like, I come to you and I'm just like, I don't think I hit the record button. It's just not, not like you disappointing piece of shit. It's just like, roll with the punches. It's beautiful, baby. It's a, it's a judgment-free zone, baby. Brandon. This pod studio is judgment-free. <laughs> Brandon, I feel like uh, it's a fourth, <laughs> fourth little kid of yours running around. Uh, all right, let's finish real fast with our MVP of the week. What do you got? I think there's no question. Uh, I'm going to go with the audience for sticking with us for 100 pods. Um, you guys are fucking awesome, so I'm not going to beat around the bush. That's what it is. That's got to be my MVP. I mean, it's just got to yeah. be. Like, uh, we are appreciative. This is just, this is what this pod is. This is a good 100th. Let's end yes. it just right there. Guys, thanks for listening. If you're listening to this, then listen like i always hear on another podcast and it's so cliche but honestly like it just would we really really enjoy making this thing and the only reason it would make sense to make it is if you know over most awesome and i number of listeners will listen to our pod but having a few more helps yeah yeah tell a friend email let everyone know it may be sports podcast at gmail.com i am brandana why don't you sign yourself off most awesome you just listened to the MAB Sports Podcast, and you've been hit with a sports podcast. What do you think? <laughs> I really thought you were going for it. <laughs>